We have a couple shows queued up, though. But, uh, Clint, I do have a special offer page, so if you want me to share it, you uh, know, okay. We have a couple shows queued up, though. Oh. <laughs> Ted was on a rant, so I started the episode on top of that. <laughs> <laughs> Ted was doing good. Hey, everyone, welcome to episode 100 of SEO this week. Hold on, when I get another cough. I Old man dying here. Today we're going to talk about uh, CTR entity is that entity extractions. It's brain stuff from Google uh, and links. And into that links, we're going to go talk to Madge. Madge, is, say hi, Madge. Hi, people. Hi, everyone. Hi, Clint. Hi, Ted. He is going to uh, talk about his PR service. And the reason I don't, I didn't bring him on here to sell you PR service. As a matter of fact, he's going to give you a link. It might have an affiliate thing, but if you didn't do it, that's okay. I don't care. Uh, the, what I want you to get out of this is how he's using press releases, how he's doing it in a in a very safe way, and, uh, and we'll also talk a little bit about the results that we've gotten in some pretty tough uh, competitive niches, especially in the local arena. Uh, with map rankings and organics. That's what I want you to take away out of this. Again, we're not selling anything. Uh, if you want to buy from him, buy from him. You reach out to him. Uh, if he gives you the uh, link with the discount, which would be cool for you guys, uh, that's great. I don't care if I make money out of this. I just want to highlight a good uh, service uh, that you can uh, take advantage of for your rankings. And then we also have our regular Ted. So hi, Ted. Hello. I'd like to remind everyone right now uh, that we need you to subscribe to this channel. If you like this show and you're planning on coming back, please subscribe. I've been looking at uh, YouTube data for the past couple weeks now, and I've seen the strange anomaly where it keeps telling me that 20% uh, of the viewership is uh, returning subscribers and the rest are unsubscribed people. So I want to run an experiment, and with your help, if you're not subscribed, subscribe. Let's see if we can uh, boost a spike and get part of that 80% viewership that isn't subscribing. So help us find out whether or not YouTube's data is bullcrap just by hitting that button. And next week, we'll let you know what we find. That my numbers go up. <laughs> Mike Carson picked out something. My hat is transparent. That's kind of cool. Can you see my hand? Nope. That is kind of neat, but we'll see how about playing with that. Uh, I got the old Star Wars background. I guess it was bugging Kyle last week, so maybe I'll find a new one. Um, uh, you know, we talked about like girls with Kyle's head imposed walking back sexily on the background, but we'll see what goes on with that. With that being said, how about I go ahead and share the stories? that we have uh and then we'll get to madge who's dying to show us the presentation i've seen it it's really cool so there we go so i wanted to talk about i got five stories we had roughly 97 articles to go through and to be completely honest not really a whole lot of good stuff um it was just you know we were picking up press releases and etc that were being released but uh, the content this week is kind of slow, which is just kind of the, the thing that happens at the end of the month. But I did want to highlight there's a lot more people doing tests uh, and case studies on links. In this case, uh, there's another case study on uh, content marketing. And we're seeing more and more of that, which, in my opinion, is uh, great because, you know, I'm a testing guy. Ted's a testing guy. Kyle's a testing guy. Madge, Madge I know he tests. That's how he came up with his PR system. Uh, so uh, we want to encourage you, if you are doing content marketing in any way and you're doing SEO, then you should be doing more of these case studies because they're going to help you, uh, one, expand your knowledge, and two, increase your reach and uh, get highlighted a lot more uh, within the SEO community. I'm building a really big one. Um, I'll share that uh, soon enough and just kind of working out the details of it. Uh, that'll be essentially a skyscraper test with, with continuous uh, support. So do that, get a test, and then share the link. Uh, find me on Skype, find me on YouTube, whatever. Share the link so we can see your test results. Uh, if you're doing testing uh, and you're finding out good stuff that you want to share, then you should you know, bring it to us, and we'll certainly look at it. 
So I wanted to do this one last, but Ted is leaving or might be leaving because the plumber. So, and his wife's sick and there's a plumber coming to his house. So, you know, you got to be careful with that. <laughs> you know, stay more attractive. <laughs> yeah. I, I regrettably already messed up one SEO sh uh, show today because of all of this fiasco. So I'm very sorry about that. And uh, we're rescheduling it. So. Okay. Perfect. So this one, Ted, is probably uh, really ties in really well with last week's episode uh, on SEO Fight Club when we were talking about testing with links. And what they were testing is something that, you know, I truly think uh, works and the guys at NFG SEO think works is backlink with traffic has more influence uh, in rankings than a backlink without traffic. And... Ahrefs took a data set. I think the keyword was like 40,000. Uh, yeah, 44,000 non-branding keywords and looked at it and did some correlation studies uh, with some well, – this is basically what they were looking at. URL rating was one, and then you see down here in the bottom and right in the middle of the bottom is – looking at the, the links for the top 10 for those set of keywords and seeing how many actually had traffic. I'm not sure how they denoted traffic. Um, maybe they picked it up with another tool. Well, or they use their own kind of guesstimating. Yeah, um, this uh, traffic is, is a real tricky problem because how can you know it without spying on everyone? And uh, so a lot of places will do estimations and some places have access to anonymized ISP data, like Net Nielsen's has sampling. And so those, those have the limitations of sampling where any sufficiently small page would never have any data in those sources. Um, you know, it's, it's a weird art form. It's, it's kind of the dark art of internet statistics. <laughs> And what the couple of things I wanted to highlight, well, this one is backlinks that the page had traffic. And then this one is the backlinks that the domain had traffic. Or is it this one? Yeah, it's this one. Uh, and I've seen the difference here. If you look at the traffic here, this was it correlated more uh, than it did with the page, which kind of makes sense to me because pages are typically weaker than domains anyway. Um but they noticed that the number of referring domains, I think this is kind of a happy accident. Maybe we can look at this in a different way. Uh, the number of referring domains correlated more uh, with rankings than the traffic did. But the number of referring domains is actually pretty interesting. That, that I find extremely interesting because uh, Google uh, usually confesses things through engineering. Like they won't tell you directly, but they'll build a feature that confesses something about their system. And one of the things they accidentally confessed through engineering was in Google Search Console, going even way back, they always had reports in Google Search Console showing you the number of referring domains uh, your pages have. And why would they do that unless it's a thing? Why would they expend all the engineering effort to collect and store that data and create reporting presentation layers unless it's somehow used for something on Google's end? And so it's I find it very interesting that that number has a spike. Yeah, I think it's really cool. I think, And plus, it's also something that you can manipulate a little bit easier uh, versus trying to get a whole bunch of links from one particular high good site, maybe that referring domains thing will help you out, and you know you just you know hit it with the <laughs> with fire hose as it were, uh, and and filter your list, especially if you're building with a software like we talked about last week. Uh, you can filter your list and clean that out. Man, I must be dying today. Selling like dogs. Uh, another thing I wanted to point out is how look how low or valuable they their testing said their DR was versus how important their UR was, which is really interesting because last before they they tinkered with that um, that with their algorithm, DR forty and above was something that was really you know important, especially for backlinks. 
and we I kind of really ignored UR because I didn't see any correlation, but now it's flipped where the UR is more important. Um, so if you're chasing the metrics and you're filtering stuff, don't ignore the uh, the UR, um, especially if you're using Ahrefs. And typically, I just use the domain for Majestic and use TrustFlow. So maybe this is something else to look at uh, when you're filtering your backlinks and doing um, searches for expired domains, et cetera. Okay, the next one. Oh, Madge, I don't want to leave you out. Is there any, have you, I don't know if you, you got an opportunity to see this post or not, or do you have any thoughts on those two uh, correlations? Yeah, with regards to the UR, that is really surprising um, because when I'm purchasing expired domains, I tend to look at the Majestic Trust Flow and the domain of the ranking of Ahrefs. And obviously you look at referring domains and so forth, but that UR has really stood out to me, man. Yeah, I think that's something that we can test with Cora, at least look at the data too. Yeah. Cora, or Tana, does that pull the UR, the UR rating? Um, there's a uh, domain rating in the API, and there's the Ahrefs rank. I don't recall if there's a UR rating in the API. I'd have to double check. Okay. Yeah, I'll look in the core too and check some of my reports and see if it's hidden in there. Just maybe one of us will see it. Um, I think that would be something that we could easily correlate when I set up my uh, my big my top ten niche. Uh, well, we could definitely check for smoke using correlate anything. We just gotta manually look up the uh, the UR for uh, the you know top twenty results for a a decent keyword. Okay. So we can test it. Uh, it might not be automated in Cora. Okay. I think it'd be really interesting. That make that to me that would make Atrus a little bit more valuable. Um, like it was before versus now, because I honestly I prefer Ahrefs over Majestic anyway. So um, if I can get more value out of that data, that'd be awesome. Well, Majestic doesn't let us integrate. Yeah, well, they would as long as you paid for twelve licenses in advance and all the API keys, et cetera. <laughs> yeah, their uh, antique uh, uh, integration policies that aren't relevant in today's society. Yeah. Greedy capitalists. What's wrong with them? All right. The next one is uh, search engine land, SEO survival in 2019. Words of wisdom from Dr. Pete Myers. Dr. Pete over Maz is actually one of the better guys. I honestly think he's doing testing over there. Uh, everyone else that publishes on Moz, I kind of take with a grain of salt. And I, I trust that he is doing more scientific stuff. I don't know if you've had any run-ins with him. Uh, Ted, I know you're a little bit more into that Seattle community than I am. Well, he's he's an academic. I've never met him, um, so I, I don't know him personally, but I've seen some of his studies before. So he tends to do a better job than most on that stuff. Uh, but he has made uh, uh, errors in the past of, you know, uh, altering uh, data before presentation, uh, over-relying on Pearson's. Um, I haven't seen anything of his lately, though. So this is interesting in that regard. All right, Madge, are you still with me? Yes, I can hear you. I think Clint's disappeared. Yeah. Oh, there we go. All right, we're back. Speak of the devil. <laughs> That's what happens when I don't see the thing. There you go. Is your mic on? 
Sorry. I said all kinds of great and important stuff, but you guys are all not listening to me. So yeah. <laughs> have have to tell the audience here, hey, we're professionals. Yeah. It's <laughs> a good thing I can edit these later. Um, so what was I gonna say? Oh, what first part of this post is big data. And it was talking about the um, some questions and how to track in your traffic and your metrics and which ones are actually more important to you. Um, this stuff is really good to point out to your clients as SEOs. You know, if you're just doing it for yourself, really, you, you want to know so you can get your ROI. And at the end of the day, it's where my ranking, where's my traffic, and uh, am I getting uh, conversions from it? Uh, you want to use these questions here to articulate or get with your clients in order to determine what they're measuring success by. Uh, we get a lot of clients in the SEO world, and I, I think it's kind of our fault too because we sell leads. We're going to, to rank you, and you're going to get a whole bunch of leads. Um, but we only provide rankings, uh, and by that rankings, we get traffic, right? We're not really in control of their CRO, but it gets us in trouble because of clients like, I paid $1,500 a month for six months, and I didn't get any new leads. Or I get a whole bunch of phone calls, and no one call, no one answered or I didn't get any sales. And then they, they put that onus of blame onto you as an SEO because their leads that they got um, didn't get sales. So this is a good way to establish that um, the measurement that you are accepting uh, and they are accepting and combined uh, to keep you out of the trouble in that sales process. I would, We have our, our sales guys and I, and I tell them we don't sell leads. We sell rankings, and inherently, you're going to get traffic. If you want us to work on the CRO, the conversion, uh, and the amount of leads that your website is going to get, that's more money for us. And then as for sales, we don't measure uh, e-commerce. You can, but uh, for a local business, it's a little bit harder because we don't control the sales process, much less whether you're going to answer the phone or not. Um, Ted, for e-com, how, how are you measuring expectations? Well, uh, it it depends whether or not you're in-house or in an outside agency. And uh, for 17 years, I was an in-house. And the only way you get a seat at the executive table is if you're tracking organic revenue. And so you have to uh, configure uh, your Google Analytics to have custom reports because uh, the organic buckets in Google Analytics are flawed. So if you're trusting that, uh, you're going to have bad numbers. You actually you have to actually go and hunt for organic refers. And if you're only looking at Bing, Google, and Yahoo, you're probably still missing 40% of your numbers because of syndicated search, safe search, meta search engines, and, uh, you know, things like that that, that also produce Google search results, but they come with uh, different refer classifications from Google. Uh -huh. um, but yeah, I mean, you have to track revenue, you have to track conversions, uh, you know, probably the least important thing to an online retailer is going to be rankings. They're all going to be looking at what's, what's our opportunity, how much traffic left did we get, um, and how did sales, how were sales affected? So in the sales process, though, as an SEO, because here's a little bit unique because it's either, you know, rank or get fired. But um, how do you as a how do you or maybe not Madge, you have an experience with this is how do you manage the expectations if you don't control the funnel? For one thing, just right there is just the sales funnel. If you can't control that and as the SEO, how do you how do you pair those two up? I'll let you speak, Madge. Yeah, um, I tend to look after a lot of uh, well, my agency in the UK looks after local clients mostly. So when I go and speak to each individual, um, you want to put the put yourself in their shoes and see what their expectations are and how you can assist and help them. Um, the the type of questions on that list is similar to what I would ask. Uh, so you get a feel of what they want from online uh, exposure and how much traffic or how much revenue they want to increase their service by okay now i run local my own lead gen sites plus uh looking after local businesses locksmiths plumbers and so forth 
Um, I had a few customers who were doing uh, pay-per-click, but to change their mind from pay-per-click to SEO to show them you'll make a lot more revenue from using Google Maps and using and getting organic traffic to your site over AdWords. It's, it's a hard thing to do, but over time, once you start showing them results per month that it works, they see the return on investment as in organically and, and the GMB works a lot better and you save a lot more in the long run by using not using PPC. Um, so it, it, it depends how you come across to your, to your clients. Yeah, positioning. Positioning is, <laughs> yeah, that's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's a hard balance be, between being the sales and wanting to close and grow your business and being able to provide. Well, and part of the problem in demonstrating ROI is having your uh, reporting and attribution models set up. And yeah. most businesses don't have that. And that's a whole different ball of work that most SEOs don't even do. And so, they, should, they should honestly do that because it then colorates back as to this is where you currently were when we started your campaign, and this is where you are now. This is the amount of traffic we've increased. Uh, your, you know, for, to show your online exposure uh, to for your website traffic-wise, this is what we've done for you. Yeah, you know? but getting uh, getting uh, Google Analytics properly dialed in with confidence. I mean, that can be a four-month project. Yeah, yeah. I use actually. I, what I do is we have Get Clicky or Clicky. Okay. And we we use both. So we know if one, if GA is lying to us or get click is lying to us and we look at that data together, um, which kind of helps well, speed up that process. But Ted's right, man, GA, getting GA right is just, just a pain. Yeah, and, and GA oftentimes will never be right. It's always 15% lossy. And the bigger your website is, the more traffic you get, the more lossy Google Analytics becomes. You ultimately have to pay uh, Google Analytics, like $150,000 a year to get unsampled data. <laughs> so they do it on purpose. And you can uh, gut check this by comparing the revenue being reported from Google Analytics and comparing it to your payment processor. So you can see what percentage lossiness you are in the revenue attribution. And you can calculate how lossy Google Analytics is. Oh, that's pretty cool. One other uh, part of this, I'm trying to cut because we got to get Madge and he's going to talk for us, but I don't want to eat up all his time. But the other part of this article is Eat. Uh, there's been a lot of discussion about Eat, and there's people who've made a lot of money just talking about and analyzing Eat, uh, expertise, authority, and trust. Some people say that it's not worthy, uh, and other people say, hey, um, it, it's something to follow. What I wanted to point out was everyone's talking about entities and entity establishment. Which, in my opinion, when you're reading EAT and what EAT is, it's about establishing an entity and establishing authority and trust. Uh, so if you're establishing your entity and you're trying to rank more, you're doing that by establishing your expertise, authority, and trustworthiness. Uh, so I think it's hard to say that EAT doesn't matter. Uh, and it's just the application of it and how much more important it is, especially after, like they pointed out in the article here, uh, the medic update. Uh, Ted, Madge, any comments on Eat? Ted, do you want to go first? I'll let you go first this time. <laughs> oh, thank you. Uh, Eat, in my opinion, well, authority and trust is a big player in my game, especially when when I do press releases for my clients. So I reiterate authority, trust, and relevancy is very, it, it's key for any uh, business. Um, but with, with regards to Whatever, whatever campaign you do for SEO, you want to make sure you get a, you combine all three together. And by combining all three, you'll see results, in my opinion. You know, I, I just like to point back to Kyle Roof's uh, Rhinoplasty Plano contest entry. Uh, when it went to number one in Google, everyone's mind exploded. And the reason everyone's mind exploded was because the page was entirely crafted out of lorem ipsum Latin. Uh, 
Mm -hmm. And all he did was tune the on page and tune a little bit of off page. Uh, you know, he did all the things that the scientific testing uh, told him to do, and it worked. Um, so if there is an algorithm that's measuring expertise, uh, we didn't see it in play uh, in the rhinoplasty plano uh, experiment. And so I'm, I'm very skeptical that it's an algorithm thing. We know that authority is backlinks, and we know there are some trust signals uh, but I don't think anybody's even theorized on what an expertise uh, factor could be. Yeah, I think that's a really good point um, and something definitely worth testing. Uh, there's a girl, she lady who put together a, a checklist uh, to help you analyze websites based off of EAT. Uh, Marie Hayes, I believe her name is. I'll, I'll get that and uh, share that if I remember um, but it's something really uh, worthwhile testing, I think. Uh, next one is Google Doctor Kindles the myth that click-through rate uh, affects rankings. This one is a, it's kind of a clickbaity story, uh, but it brings the to to me it brings the idea that CTR is uh, a ranking factor, uh, and there's the people on one side of the camp. Really, either it works or it doesn't. That's that's the two camps, right? Uh, and it's, it's probably something that won't go away because people are manipulating CTR and seeing ranking results. Um, so it's hard to say, is that a ranking factor? I think it's easy for Google to say that it's not. Uh, and as adamant as they are in saying it's not, it's almost to the point of you know denying it so much that there's got to be some truth behind it. Um, I think Ted's done some testing with it. I've done testing with it. Organic, it worked okay for me. Uh, Maps, it worked awesome until I turned it off, and then I lost all the rankings increases that I got uh, from both of those. Uh, so I think there's something at play. I'm not sure that it's CTR, uh, and I just can't figure out how to, to, to say or definitively that it is or it isn't. Uh, and plus, everyone that I know that has talked about CTR and using CTR manipulation uh, got the same things that I did, was um, the rankings shot up, and as soon as they shut off the traffic, they lost the rankings. Or I've used CTR manipulation to actually nag SEO sites out of the way too, So, um, especially depending on the, the source of, of where it was. So I think this is definitely a, a myth that's not going to go away anytime soon, and it'll keep being exasperated. Uh, the more and more we see software and services and people sharing the results saying that CTR matters. Uh, definitely a topic probably for SEO Fight Club, but we're going to have to set up testing to prove it, uh, which is uh, not an easy task at all. Uh, next one that we're looking at a Google patent is entity extractions uh, from knowledge graphs. I think this is really important, especially if you're in the, the entity establishment arena. Uh, there's a lot of people... Um, putting a lot of emphasis who are a lot smarter than me. Uh, Jimmy Kelly, for example, he's got a, a, a mastermind I'm in. Uh, and all we're talking about is entities and establishment of entities and schema and how to, all that ties together uh, with machine IDs, et cetera, to increase your rankings. Um, so this is a really good and, and timely thing because entity establishment is a, uh, again, it's a hot topic right now. Uh, Bill put together a decent post on, on how that works. Uh, and how it's using the information on your website to pull and build those knowledge graphs. Uh, I think this is something that is valuable to you as an SEO because if you know what they're looking for, you know what to put on your sites. Um, so I would check this out. It's a little bit heady. Uh, you know, I had to drink a couple of rooms to, to get a lot of it. But if you if you read through this a couple of times and figure it out and add this to your template, uh, when you're sending up pages, especially if you're trying to establish that entity, um, this would be good for you, uh, good information for you. Ted, I, I'm sure you have a lot to say about entity establishment um, later, but I've really not challenged you uh, with some of the stuff that I know, so um, I'm going to save that for like a, a SEO Flight Club talk to get you on that rant. <laughs> sure. Uh, and then we're going to close this out. The last article is uh, Brian Dean. He uh, got some findings for um, 
he worked with Buzz Sumo, a whole bunch of blog posts, blah, 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 and came up with this list of uh, 11 things that they found um, that, you know, more more like how well the content marketing stuff works. Uh, some things like length of content, the average blog, the links, uh, social shares, et cetera, and how that all uh, works. This is really good. Really, in my opinion, it just it's mainly uh, like good to know data. There's some things you can pick out of here. Um, but I think the topics are, you know, it's, it's interesting, especially, you know, like if you want to get some free promotion and stuff, question, question headlines, for example, 23% more, uh, than social shares, um, that's free promotion for you and some link building at the same time. Uh, and then you looked at, you know, which type of posts are getting more links, uh, organically, et cetera. Um, so this, this is a good information. It's a good test. It's a long post. If you guys know Brian Dean, he doesn't write <laughs> short posts, uh, but I think that you'll uh, get a little bit out of this as well. Good thing is you just put the summary right up here. And if you want to, you can read the rest of it. All right. Uh, with that being said, I'm going to take a deep breath. And we're going to get Madge started. So let me stop sharing my screen. And Madge, if you're ready, uh, we can go ahead and start talking about your PR service. Cool. Uh, let me stop sharing the screen. No guys, when you can see it. Yep. Okay. Um, firstly, thank you for having me on. Um, Magic PR was established back about 10 months ago now, and it's growing strength to strength every single month. Um, I've been doing, like uh, Clint said at the start of the conversation, I do my own testing as well. Not as in-depth as Clint or Ted, especially not Ted. He's on another level to me. Um, but I like to do my own testing and see what works, what doesn't. So I was using press releases for my own clients for over a year and a half now and combining it with other things uh, for SEO and saw some amazing results. So a lot of people kept asking me, Madge, why don't you build a service that can help the community as well as yourself as well? So I said, you know what, let's do something. And to be honest with you, I've not really looked back since then. I've just kept improving on the service and trying to help every individual as much as I can and put in a strategy where it's not just a PR service, but as well, it benefits SEO too, okay? So it's a combination of things. So the introduction to Magic PR is we sent high authority links to over 350 sites. Um, and those sites are Google News, ABC, NBC, Fox, and CBS, and some of them. Um, but we tend to get between 300 and 350 syndications or distributions, okay? We write the PR for you. You don't need to write it. If you want to, by all means, you can. We also distribute it for you. So we tend to write around 600 to 700 word articles for you. Uh, send it over. Make sure you're happy. You approve it. Send it back to me. And then we do the rest for you. I try to get my clients to do as little as possible. So it's an all-in-one store where you come, get something, and we do everything for you from start to finish. We've also introduced a Magic PR newsroom. This is going back about three weeks now. And the reason, which I'll show you guys in depth as how it looks, um, but the main reason behind it was so every client that I have has its own profile organization page uh, entity on my site and every single PR or poll, uh, PR that we do for them is actually distributed on that particular page because I'm a big believer of PR stacking. Okay. Now, yeah. Just to kind of chime in is the, the value of that is the standard SEO press release and I, and I white label press releases, those, the SEO ones, the ones you're just building to get links and you get a shout out in the API, those disappear. Uh, and most of the services, Press Authority is one, and now Imagine is another, actually create that PR room for you so that you can stack those those things and not have to worry about your links disappearing. That's that was a that was a big headache uh, in the in the PR stacking thing. Yeah, um, let me just uh, quickly show what one looks like. So this is a site. Um, this is what our newsroom looks like. So I'll just use this as a an, an example for today. So what you'll do, you'll get your title of the PR, the, the logo, and 
PR on the left-hand side. And on the right-hand side, we'll have the About Us section. If it's a local client, you'll have your NAP, your GMB map as well. Um, if we've done a video, if you have a video, we'll also insert that into the post as well. Okay. If you click on any of these section here, it will take you to their organizational profile page. And we've iframed in the map again with the website. And every single PR that we do for this particular client will be on the left-hand side. So if you want to go and iframe this and embed it on other properties, by all means, you can do so, um, which will build the entity. And also, we'll be able to stack each PR one by one. Okay. Um, so the benefits of using press releases, this is something I wanted to put in um, because I get a lot of questions asked, why would we want to use a PR? What what benefits are there? One, you're building and you're improving your brand identity, which Google wants you to do. Your brand is more important than the keywords. So you've got to get your brand out as much as possible. Um, you increase visibility and trust because you're using high authority news and media outlets, okay, We're, which have a high DA of, you know, 80, 90, and so forth. You get a boost in SEO because we're building in uh, contextual links as well as embedding iframes. We build you authority and trust by using the news and media outlets that we have on board. And again, you increase your traffic to your website um, by using press release uh, for your service. So you gain more traffic to the site by speaking of a particular product, service, or whatever it could be, we could potentially talk about and get it out there. Because if it's a new company, the best way of getting results straight away for a client is to a PR in my opinion, okay? Now, with that said, I've spoken about the newsroom, gone into detail of why it's been uh, introduced. Um, a lot of people, a lot of my clients were also asking for it, so this is something I wanted to bring on board. Um, the difference between me and a lot of other PR companies that you may have used or may have not used, they can only normally embed either one iframe or maximum of two. I can potentially get away with a lot more, okay? We potentially get away with around nine to 10 links inside of one PR, which gets syndicated out to around 350 sites. Now, um, the type of iframes that I can get away with, what I've been able to get away with is videos, Google Map, Google My Maps, um, the cloud, uh, the one you can see on the left-hand side here is a GMB post. I'll just show what it actually looks like on a physical press release. So this is a press release we've done for one of our clients. As you can see, the logo's there. We've done the video. Um, there's some links inside of the body. Um, also, this is a GMB post, okay, uh, which is iframed inside of a PR. And you've got the Google Map and the NAP citation on all 350 sites as well so you get 350 citations you get embedded map in there and all these links inside of a 1pr and because they're getting indexed instantly you're getting the power and authority straight away okay um and the thing is with me i didn't want the game just to stop or oh, i've given you a pr because the next slide is going to be about the pr report so we provide a pdf report a csv file with all the links on there for you to show your clients, and they're client-friendly reports so they can open up, up and check them out as in what you basically get, okay? But the the magic doesn't stop there, and that's where the name re really came from. Um, when you get the report, I normally leave it for about five to seven days before I start the SEO campaign for you. And the SEO campaign that consists of the first thing I do is I use the cloud. I'm a big believer of the cloud, especially Amazon, Microsoft, and Google. I try combining all three um, and do a nice little stack for you guys uh, by using the press release, either spun, adding all the embeds, uh, iframes, and so forth. We create a, a mini website, if you want to call it a mini website, which is responsive, which is put on the cloud for you. Again, everything is branded across the board. So if your client's name is ABC, everything would be branded across ABC from the cloud to the PR to everything that we do for you, okay? Um, so once we've done the cloud stacking for you, we then move on to Google Drive. Uh, well, I do Magic Drive with a twist. 
what that consists of is we create you a Google Drive account, create a buffer page because a lot of clients don't want links pointing direct to the site. So I'd rather have a buffer in place and that goes directly to your site. Okay. And that's a Google property. We don't use, we use a high DA property to use as a buffer. Okay. Um, once we've created the buffer page, we then create Google Doc Stacks, PDF stacking, and we also create a Google site for you. So we combine the power of the cloud, the drive stack as well. We combine everything together with the PR. So your PR is being syndicated across everything. Okay. So you get the report, the links are on a spreadsheet. We put that everywhere for you. Um, you, you then get a full report of what we've done uh, from, from the Google document URLs to the drive and the Google site itself. Okay. The Google site only came on board about a month ago now where we add at the end of each campaign because Google trusts Google. So why not combine all the power from Google plus the cloud and interlink everything? So far, so good. Clint? Yeah, I think one of the key takeaways there too is you're building the tier ones essentially with the PRs and now you're building the tier twos. Yeah. Uh, those tier twos also link to your money sites. So just in doing this, you've gotten like $297 value out of the the stack, the Google stack. Uh, you've gotten the PRs, uh, and now you have buffers to send your other links to with the tools like we talked about last week. Yeah, yeah. And the reason I've got IFTTT in here is because uh, my Magic PR newsroom has its own branding network. So we have a big ring of uh, network set up for, for Magic PR. So every press release that goes out on my newsroom gets syndicate out, syndicated out to an IFTTT network, okay? Which is, again, is powerful as you guys know. Um, it's just building that authority, that trust and relevancy all into one. And building, like Clint, Clint said, tier one, tier two, tier three. Uh, I've had a strategy in place for, for a while and I'd like to improve on it, not tweak it too much. If it works, why break it? And keep adding more things to it. If I, you know, if it, if I keep testing and I find something new, I let my audience know, as in all my members, this is what I've been testing. This is what I like to do. This is how I like to move forward. And a lot of them are happy because they're seeing the results with what I'm doing. Um, so we do the IFTTT network. Um, so this is what I want to speak about, the magic art. So you gain authority from press releases, which are syndicated to 350 sites, okay? It's relevant because it's talking about the brand, um, the industry, and if it's a local client, we wanna talk about the location as well that they, they're covering. So those three things are very important to me. And you're getting the trust from Google, from the branded network, you're getting the trust from PRs, and you're using Google properties and you're using the cloud. And these are high DA sites, and I've combined everything together for you into a package which allows me to uh, provide to you guys, okay? Um, so that's why the authority, relevancy, and trust is in there. Now the five-step process is you have a story, we help you write it, syndicate it across, publish it on our newsroom. I work with you, so if you guys have any questions or any concerns, you just hit me up either on Skype or email. I'll be more than happy to assist you. I don't get any of my team to reply to any messages. I do that myself because I'm a big believer in customer service. So if one of my customers isn't happy or wants something tweaked or changed, I want to make sure I speak to them and you know give my support and get the thing fixed as soon as possible. We then, once it's published, you've got the report back, give it five to seven days, then I do the Cloud Authority stack with the Google Drive stack as well, combining the two and also powered up with the IFTTT and I have my own little secret source to you know, add onto the icing of the cake. Um, once you've got the report back, you'll start seeing results fairly quickly because I've done very hard industries in the UK and the US uh, from locksmiths, plumbing, law firms in hard locations and I've seen some amazing, amazing results. And this is why people keep using me because I'm a big believer of PR stacking. Yes, you can do one PR, but when you combine the power of two or three for an industry, whether it's for a local map or whether it's for uh, organically, 
you'll see massive gains, okay? Because every iframe that we embed, it's a do follow link. And I don't just embed the same ones. I keep changing the process on the second and the third one to make it even more powerful for you. Uh, on that too, if you have a chance, get a screenshot of Madge's process right there. Uh, he'll hate me saying it, but basically what we did, we reverse engineered what he did um, for our map stuff uh, and applied that to organic. Not the same way, though, because we can't duplicate most of the stuff that Madge does, but we can touch some of it uh, and see some of that value. So it's good to have that process map that he's showing there. And hopefully no one's taken a screenshot. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I've moved on to pricing, uh, but I don't want to go there yet. I want to go to my little add-on um, because I've built this uh, Clint. I don't think he knows about this yet, but this is something I wanted to share with you guys. Um, I didn't want to stop there. So me and my team have built a very powerful Web 2.0 contextual and embed network of over 1.5 million sites but they've been themed across 160 industries, okay? Now those 160 industries are from locksmiths, plumbing, roofing, law firms, I can go on, but it's a big list. Um, so when we've done all the campaign for you and you hit me up and say, Madge, you know, I like to use your embed network or your web 2.0 contextual link network, we can by all means do that because once you've got the power, those, those links also need power, okay? And the best way, in my opinion, is why not throw them on a very powerful Web 2.0 network? <clears throat> so that is why this was uh, introduced. I am working on a guest posting service, but not anytime soon. And it's uh, something that's in the pipeline. But for now, this is what I've decided to do, uh, is build, build in a Web 2.0 and a, an embed network. But again, this has been built over the last three or four years. It's not something that we've used as a, a software to do. It's all been done manually, created, and given to you guys now as a process, okay? And um, if you guys don't know the value of that is that the embeds really work for maps and uh, videos. Uh, yeah. That's where the concept came out of. Uh, and Madge is now doing... Uh, a process that we learned together from Marco at Semantic Mastery, which is iframing the websites. Uh, and if you can find targets to iframe your website on, uh, that's really valuable. I won't go into to the, the whys and the theory because Semantic Mastery charges the course for that. Uh, yeah. But iframing the websites is really, really good. Uh, and that's another thing to take advantage of. And Madge is being humble, but a lot of his stacking stuff incorporates that iframing of your target's website. Uh, which is why these work so well for organic uh, as well as maps rankings for, for especially for local we're we're killing it some of those hard niches that he's talked about it was you know we're given to match um, just because it's you know one it's hard and two when you're trying to scale uh, you know four six eight hundred maps in a hard niche uh, finding that process is is, is pretty tough uh, so um, there's two uses, really, in my opinion, for your service management. Go ahead and show the um, the price page. Um, okay, this is normal pricing, which is on the website, which is, you know, whoever doesn't come through Clint or whoever, I don't have an affiliate. Uh, he's not even asked for it. Um, I just want you to make a special offer because he's given me the opportunity of coming on his show. So I want you to create a special offer page for the guys who are on today or who, whoever would watch this in the future. Um, let me just go to it. One second. So the special pricing is you can have a just a press release off me and have it syndicated to the 350 sites, which would be a cost of $79. Um, that includes the citations, adding the images, and Google Map and so forth. You get a the reports with PDF and CSV reports. Okay. Um, for your client, where the silver package includes the PR plus the magic SEO, that's what I call it. Uh, it's The PR is written for you again. You don't pay extra for that. It gets added to the newsroom. We do the, um, the drive stack, the cloud authority stack, and adding the map, YouTube embeds, and the Google Sheet, and so forth. We do all that for you for that price, okay? I normally charge 299 but I decided for you guys, 
199. And for the gold, I'm adding I'm adding in two and a half thousand embed links. Okay, what just Clint just said, it's valuable because I've tested this with maps, videos, my maps, all sorts, and I've ranked more or less very very hard industries in hard cities. Um, in the UK, I've done Birmingham, I've done London, I've done Manchester. I've got my own local lead sites ranking all three cities uh, higher than my own client sites. But because I work with my clients and work on a percentage with them, they're happy to take those sites on board because I don't work against them by providing, you know, getting my site up above them, but making sure they get the leads. So it's a win-win for both of us. Okay. Um, so this is the pricing I've decided to, you know, to show you guys. So with the two and a half thousand links, once the campaign is fully complete, we don't do the inbound links straight away. We do it over a 30 day period. And that means it's drip fed from start to finish. There's nothing done suddenly. It's done over a 30 day period. You know, to, to go on more with this, if you're one of those guys that it has to, has to sell $500 a month SEO to people, um, that this is a, really madge has created your system for you uh if you go with the 199 package and i gotta lock this in so i can see the screen but uh if you go with the 199 package you're going to get enough to rank we're we're taking over in in a, in a market a really competitive market in florida we're taking over big cities like tampa orlando etc with magic stuff uh, and we're testing that out with even bigger cities uh, in the future he's got some campaigns that my staff has sent over already for him uh, to fire in and we're taking over in locksmith in, in in texas so you know you guys can talk to jordan pierce he knows how tough locksmith is and how much how to rank and it's kind of a pain in the ass uh, but we're doing organic and maps and we're using that 199 package and we're using it stacked up one thing we noticed is we bought like stack credits from him uh and we didn't have to use all of them because, you know, he got one in and it did, it did great. And then the second one came in and it popped us right where we wanted to be. So we just used the credits on something else. So talk to him about getting credits. Talk to him about the end of stacks. And if you're doing that month to month, the $500 SEO, um, which I encourage you guys not to be doing. It's just a race to the bottom when you're when you're competing with people in India offering $299 a month SEO. Uh, you should be charging at least $750 uh, for any client, regardless of where it's at, at least $750. You pay match $300 to do a PR once a month, and he's stacking those as he's going. You're going to get results, uh, and your profit margin is going to be it's going to be pretty real. It's going to be damn good. Uh, and all of this stuff you can white label. Uh, you know, if Madge is not offering the white labeling, you can do the white labeling, just getting uh, taking the reports, changing the logos with with a, a WPDF editor, uh, and you're you're good. So um, again, so if you if if you have to sell the five hundred dollar SEO, he's really doing all the fulfillment for you, uh, and it's really effective. Uh, some of the key power stuff that I wanted to point out is the cloud authority stacking. Uh, that works really really well. Uh, we talked a little bit about that last week in the link building stuff uh, and the uh, the map embeds. Those work okay, but I think the the real the real power of what Madge is doing is the iframing uh, of the of the website, and then the iframing of the stacks. Uh, he didn't. He's being real humble, and he's he's talked a lot of stuff, and he's given this information before. So I'm not giving you his his, his I'm not giving you his system. He's he's talked about this before in other open forums. So uh, he's when he's stacking, he's iframing the other PR uh, as well. Uh, and um, if you know Marco. Again, Marco sells this information, but I can't tell you why is is working uh, really well. But if you're iframing these websites and you're iframing these PRs and you're stacking those up, uh, it's gonna you're gonna get a lot of value out of it. Um, again, and plus, if you just have Mark, he Manage has the system in place to build all this, so you can go and sell SEO, get some more clients, and increase your pricing. Uh, and just rinse and repeat this stuff and, and get results and do it in a right and in, in the white hat quote unquote way that uh, your clients will appreciate and you can give all these reports to your clients unlike a lot of uh, other services where you have to kind of clean that up and make it more presentable everything that he's doing uh, is legit it legit re represents the brand that he's that he's hitting with these services so um, I you know if anything, 
buy one package just to see what he's doing and learn a little bit about link make, link uh, iframing, uh, learn about stacking uh, PRs. And if you don't want to use him and you want you think you can do it yourself, then go for it. Uh, but I think this is a it's a it's a really good deal. You know, I know a lot of people are hung up about the price because it was more expensive, especially if you saw his old uh, slide. Uh, but to me, it's completely worth it. I can, you know, I can rinse, repeat, and sell that all day long, um, you know, and, and still make two hundred dollars. Even if I wanted to charge five hundred dollars for SEOs, you know, I pay him four, I keep a hundred, and I'm good. So, um, so yeah, with regards to what Clint just said about uh, iframing, I'm a big believer of iframing. Um, one reason I do cloud authority stacking is because I can go in and iframe it and put it on the um, IFTTT network for you, I can put it on a new PR campaign for you, okay? So when you do a second and third uh, campaign with me for the same particular client, it gets a lot more powerful. That is when you start seeing some, not some small little gains, but you see some massive gains in, if it's a local client for the maps as well as organically. This works for both. I've done it for e-commerce sites, I've done it for local and national businesses, okay? Yes, more competitive industries may take a lot, uh, a few more, but it still works, and it still gets results. Um, by combining the power of PR, Google, and the cloud. That's, my, in a nutshell, that's what I like to do. And combining it all, but making it work, and sticking to it, and improving on it. And then adding an icing on the cake by providing an embed links uh, network as well. So I try my hardest as in what works and what doesn't and keep improving on what, what I've just done. Yeah, I think I think you did a good job with the service. I'm happy with it. It's, Thank you. Again, we can scale it. So that, that's that's the really the key is being able to scale what you're doing. So, All right, so enough of that madness. I want to go into questions, and then we'll close out the show. Um, Madge, again, I appreciate you coming in and talking about that. We had a lot of questions last time, especially after the SEO Fight Club. We talked about your service, so I just want to give people the opportunity to say, you know, this is what we're doing. So, uh, with that, I get into questions. There's some in the chat box already. If you guys have more, go ahead and drop them, and we'll go through. Uh, Adrian Diaz asked, "How do you establish or build your entity?" That is a really good question. Uh, the simple answer is. Uh, establishing your brand, uh, the, the the quick way to do it is really is to get out there and one get more backlinks, uh, which builds your authority and trust. Uh, <laughs> and then uh, also, uh, what we like to do is actually use Noam and take all those sites, build that brand up. So you really want to hit that brand, uh, and you want to rank for that brand. And once you do that, once you take over that number one position, uh, Google you sent eventually assigns you a machine ID uh, and then that machine ID is really your key to have you have established your entity uh, it's a little bit harder um, but once you once you fire that off uh, you're you're in a, you're in a, in a better position uh, there are some things that you can leverage with that uh, if you get into uh, Jimmy Kelly's uh, mastermind uh, he'll, him and Daryl Osborne are teaching some great things about how to, to leverage that a lot better in ways that people just aren't thinking about um, but uh, you know there's other teachers as well uh, that you can uh, can learn from. I think the NF guys over at NFG are really big into entity establishment. Angel Cruz is into, into entity establishment as well. Um, so uh, do some more research on that on your own. I think you'll find some good stuff. Uh, the next question is from, I don't know, I'm going to try to pronounce his name. We need to give B a, a nickname. Is Clint, how do you force links uh, built by SEOAP. That's SEO Autopilot for those of you guys that don't know. He's having a hard time getting those indexed. What I do is I I use G Indexer. It's a software. I think it's fifty-seven, seventy-seven a month, uh, something like that. It's got a feature called Bulk Indexer, uh, and it's uh, basically what it's doing is building links to other links on some sites that uh, Google appreciates, and it, they just index better. 
But at the end of the day, I really don't care if they're indexed or not. I just want Google to crawl them, and that's what that tool does. Uh, and it gets Google to crawl. If Google doesn't want to index the, the page, I'm not really worried about it because we have testing in SIA, uh, the Search Intelligence Academy, I think, or what it's called, agency, uh, that shows that de-indexed sites are still passing link juice. So knowing that, uh, I really don't stress indexing. I think Clint's having problems again. We'll just bear with it and hopefully he'll come back very soon. Um, okay, I'll look at the questions if I can answer any. Um, I've got a couple for the, the service. Um, uh, where is it again? Uh, Pastor Duke, you're asking how well does this work for global SEO? I've tried it on global, national, local. It works on all three. Um, so it works absolutely fine with either. The Roxbury. Uh, yes, I have tried it on affiliate sites. Depends what you're going after. We can still, you know, help you. Hit me up on Skype or email. And, you know, we can talk further about your service that you want uh, to target. Don't know what's happened to Clint here. Guys, can you still hear me or am I talking to myself? Yeah, I think Clint's having internet issues right now, guys. He's in and out of the room. And Jordan, thank you for answering one of the questions. Uh, every GMB, whether you hide the address or you don't hide the address, it still has an address, so we can still target it. You just give us the address and we'll still use it as a citation because Google still sees it, okay? Yeah, Christopher, your client will, because he works from home, uh, still has an address which is hidden in the back end of the GMB. But you still need to show the address, uh, you know, if you want to build citations, because that's the only way um, Google can see it. 
I'll read the citations. You're welcome, Pastor. Sorry, I don't know what, I, what other questions there are, so don't know where Clint's disappeared to, whether he's gone for a toilet break, don't know. Uh, Rush, I'm keeping the special offer prize uh, for at least a month. Um, I haven't decided yet, but I'll keep it open. And if, like I said, if you have any questions in the future or want to hit me up, I'm always available on Skype. Um, I put my Skype ID in the chat, so it's there if you guys need it. Um, another question about... Uh, Wine gift boxes is asking on a home address suite A, B, C for different projects, businesses. Yes, you can do that. Um, so if you've got more than one location, it can still work. Yes, uh, Kurt, you're asking whether you, if you purchase now and you want to purchase in the future, I'm a nice guy. I'll be more than happy to help you out on the pricing. That's not an issue. Yeah, sorry, another question about affiliate sites. We, yeah, we can work on affiliate sites, local sites, national, global, international. I don't mind. It's, I've done, I've done PRs for Germany, America, Australia, US, Canada, all over. English-speaking sites as well as non-English-speaking sites as well. Uh, Kurt, the turnaround time for Magic PR Silver, we normally take 48 to 72 hours to write the press release. Uh, send it back to you once you've approved it. Um, another three days. The whole campaign normally takes between 14 to 17 days, in, uh, in, in my honest opinion. We try for 14 days within two weeks to have the whole complete uh, project for you done. Uh, old Carol, thank you for your question. Yeah, if you've got a client who loves to write press releases, I'm more than happy because that saves us time in writing them. And again, your client would be happy with what they've written. So if it gets approved by the network, which I will let you know, then yes, I'm more than happy to have that syndicated. But I'll give you some pointers as in what you should be writing about because if you're writing a PR yourself,